0: Are you enjoying this 21 days of prayer so far? Hasn't it been so good? It's been such a blessing, I know, to, to our staff. And we're just talking about how undeniable the presence of the Holy Spirit has been. And I don't know about y'all, but after yesterday, I was like, how can you not want to come back? It was just so good. Um, and so I'm really honored to share with y'all um, today. Our topic today is um, being committed to him, being committed to Jesus. Uh, Proverbs 3.6 says that, we should seek his will in all that we do, and he will show us which path to take. So when I first think of committed to Jesus, I think of the first time that I did that when I was 13. I committed my life to Jesus. I was baptized, and I've been walking with him ever since, right? Um, But what we're talking about today is that daily commitment. It's a daily picking up of our cross. It's daily spending time in his word, praying and seeking him. Um, It's a consistent thing, right? It's not just one and done. He wants that from us every day. Um, And so, you know, commitment means that We make certain decisions in advance, despite, regardless of anything that's going to happen in the future, no matter what the circumstances hold, we've committed that we're going to follow him. So an example of that would be, God, I commit to honor you. I commit to follow you no matter the pain that I feel at times, no matter how hard it is, no matter my weakness, no matter what happens in this world, what happens around me, God, I commit to following you. I trust you, Jesus. And so that's what we're praying for today. And we're going to look at just every area of our life because if we're honest, if I'm honest, there are areas of our life that maybe we don't fully commit to Jesus, that it's hard to commit to him, right? Maybe because of a weakness or a hurt from the past or a pain from the past, and we just don't want to go there. We don't want to fully commit that to God because that hurts, and we don't want to think about that, but we'll commit these other areas. Um, Cole and I were talking about it last night, and he reminded me of the story of Jesus and the rich man. And what did Jesus tell him to do? He said, just sell everything you have, because there was an area of his life that he hadn't yet committed to the Lord. And there might be areas in our life, maybe we have committed, but not fully. And God wants, to, he wants to show us those areas. He wants to help us because it's in the weak areas that he's strong, And how many of you know that when God is the Lord of every area of our life, it goes a whole lot better? (laughs) So I read this thought um, in a book a couple of weeks ago. The funny thing is this book Mariah gave me when I was an intern here, and we're fucking kind of joking about it, because now I'm just like halfway through it, Um, (laughs) because I don't read. (laughs) I should, and I'm trying, but it's been a very, very good book, and it's talking about leadership, but... Um, The thought that I read in it from this author, it was so good, and it just challenged me to examine my life, examine the areas of my life, maybe something I need to get rid of, or something that I need to just lay before the Lord, or maybe an area that he just wants to go deeper with me in. And the thought was this, hopefully I can say it the way that the guy said it in the book. It's very early, so y'all are going to just have to follow me a little bit, but... He was just talking about how each one of us are created in the perfect image of God. The Bible says we were created in his likeness. Um, And not even that, but we were created by the one that's our source. He doesn't just give us what we need, He is what we need. He is strength, He is love. He is peace. He is wisdom. We, we ask him of these things, but he is those things. And he's placed his spirit. He's given us his spirit um, so we could have access to that. Um, and so the author is going on. He's developing this thought. And he talks about the 12 disciples. They just gave everything up in their life to follow Jesus follow this stranger practically. They didn't know what was ahead of them. They just gave up everything, their families, their career, their passions probably at the time, and they trusted him. And the author just asked why. Why? What led them to that? Why did they have just this eagerness to follow this man? Um, And so based off of what we just said that we're created in his image, he said that he was convinced that the disciples followed Jesus because they were walking so closely with the one that they were created in the image to be. They were walking so closely with the source of everything that they needed. And when, they, when we do that, when they did that, they never felt more like their true selves. And the same thing is true for us when we walk so closely with Jesus, when we walk hand in hand with his spirit, and we're in unity with his spirit and with one another, we're walking close to the one that we're made in the image of. We're walking so close to the source of everything that we need. And so I want us to do that today. I want us to just examine the areas of our life that maybe we're not walking so close to the Lord in. He wants to be there. His power is made perfect in our weakness, right? And so if y'all will just stand with me, Um, and we're going to just have a couple of prayer points, Um, but I want us to agree together just as the body of Christ to commit every area. Pray for one another. Pray for our church body. Every Sunday, there are people that are coming through these doors, and they're seeking something. They're seeking the Lord for something, and we're just going to pray that God would help them commit every area of their life to him.